place anyway. That way. Then why are we going this way? The shortest distance between any two points is a straight line. Miss Houston, trust me. It's a jungle out there. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello. And welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 567. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Just because you got John Rise Davies in this doesn't make it Raiders of the Lost Ark Dunaway. Oh, bad date, Scott. Bad date. Oh, hi. <laughs> this week on Film Sack, we roll our soup bowl back to the 1980s to have an archaeological pre-World War II race with the Germans to reach a biblical treasure that everyone says doesn't exist, all while avoiding being killed by the local inhabitants. Oh, you've seen this one already? Have you? And everybody's face melts at the end. You say, ha, you wish. Nope. <laughs> the only face melting happening here is when you try to boil your face off in a pot of onion soup to escape the feeling that you get when your gram- when you ask your grandma to make you a movie starring Harrison Ford and she brings home Richard Chamberlain yelling, <laughs> I've got it. Worst catchphrase to throw <laughs> explosives ever. I mean, why not? It's dynamite. As long as you're borrowing things, why not borrow from the great Jimmy Walker? Oh, that's where you draw the line. Okay, Canon Films. But Brian, this movie is based on the 1885 novel and has a history that lasted up to the 1950s film that was much beloved by that generation. If anything, that other movie stole from us. Oh, shut up. You know what you did. Anywho, I'm done having this imaginary argument that never happened. <laughs> now, somebody fetch me Marion. I mean, Miss Houston in short round. Ah, um, bopo popo. Yeah, that's it. Get that guy. And now we start our journey to the mines of Moria. I mean, the boobs of Sheba. Bryce Davies, what are you doing here? Are you here to save me from bad dates? What? You're the bad guy. Ah, screw it. Randy, boil that pot of onions. I'm taking the easy way out. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, These just get better and better. (laughs) They really do. Oh, my Lord. And I I trimmed it down as much as I could. I'll bet you did. And I tried to read it. That's the condensed version? Yeah. (laughs) I like that that you assume that soup is purely onion, because it probably was. It looked like all onions. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. And then they were kissing in it. Ah, uh, oh, what's uh, uh, Brian out the most? Yeah, what grossed you out? All right, uh, well done. Uh, let's see. Now we have Randy. Uh, he's the kind of German that goes through three whips during his interrogations. Ooh. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Did I ever tell you boys about the time I moved to England and then King George moved me to Swaziland to to run the only portable gramophone service company south of the Sahara <laughs> Desert? True story. Yeah. That little business was called 10,000 grams of phone. You see, mm. you see. A hundred years ago, like today, people were real excited about taking some music with them everywhere they went. And vinylite discs were all the rage after our Lord and Savior, Eldridge Johnson, cast down the demon Thomas Edison and his ridiculous cylinder recordings. (laughs) The the name 10,000 grams of phone referred to how we manufactured a gramophone that weighed no more than 10 kilos. So you could carry it most anywhere 
<laughs> by nailing straps to it like a gun. And boy, we sold a lot of them. We sold 10 kilogram field gramophones as fast as we could make them. And by that, I mean as fast as the hundreds and hundreds of indentured servants we had could be incited to make them. You know what I mean. I don't need to explain that part, right? Let's just not talk about it. Let's, you know, let's go on to Brian Ibbett singing or something. <laughs> Wagner. Wow. You really went down a rabbit hole, didn't you? Yeah. You didn't mean to, but you did. But you did. But you did. All right. With us finally, Brian, more like King Solomon's green screens, Ibbett. Uh, singing. Jeez. How dare you? <laughs> Come listen, my friends, and I will regale the adventurer Quartermain in his African tale. From the jungles of Zimbabwe to the plains of the savannah, his name was Alan, but we named the dog. It, oh, wait, wait, oh. sorry. Let me, let me get back on track. Hold on a second. <laughs> so Alan set out with his sidekick, Jesse, who whines to rescue her father and find King Solomon's mines. Many adventurers set out on a quest just to see him beneath the breasts of Sheba, which belongs in a... Ah, okay, hold on. Something different. <laughs> I'm continuing. Their journey through dangers like train fights in a crock and a giant clay cauldron where they could, where they were almost soup stock, trapped oh. in a vault where the ceiling would crush their bones. When Jesse told him she loved him, but there was no time for lot. Doc, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Their narrow escapes with Mbopo by his side, though on anything with a motor, he would not ride. The mines were found, and the end of the story finds Quartermain safe, even though he chose... Oh, hold on, let me do that again. Finds Quartermain safe with his fortune and glory... Okay, hold on, last time, last time I've got this. Finds Quartermain safe. But don't look, Marion, it's a piece of shit! <laughs> All right, before we take so much heat from a bunch of olds... We know Old. that Quartermain yeah. existed before Came Indiana first. Jones, and we know yeah. the Indiana Jones is is kind of uh, lifted from it. We know that, all right? I love, I love that you think that the olds are still alive who would complain about it. That's true. There's also, there's also, <laughs> or, or would even care about this show. Yeah, right, there's also right. a lot of things that I just want you to know right now. We know we're going to get to a lot of things in this episode. Please just bear with us. We're going to get to it. There's yeah. a lot of things behind this movie that are um, notable. Let's just say notable. Sure, sure. But my, my, my main point is Indiana Jones is, you know, they did it better or they took what was there and said, yeah. hey, let's yeah. take this in a direction that is actually uh, going to be right. the new standard. Look. Look, look here, look here, Canon Films and other uh, oh, uh, old. Let's, let's boil it down to where it really is. Golan Globus. Okay, you're right, right. Golan Globus, you're right. You're right. Who, who brought you're us right. Masters of the Universe, Texas Chainsaw right. Massacre 2, and they, uh, Superman point, 4, The had, Quest for Peace. At this point, they had purchased Canon Films, so it was them. Um, oh, I thought and, it was the other way around. I thought that they oh. just they called themselves Canon Films after after Golan Globus didn't, <laughs> didn't make any traction. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I can't imagine why uh, not. I don't. Was, I can't uh, understand anything with the word globus in it. Didn't catch on, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, it uh, doesn't sound. It doesn't sound Latin enough for you to yeah, sound like us. like it has gravitas. It just sounds <laughs> like. Let's face it. You guys had all forgotten about the Alan Quartermain until we had our little Indiana Jones, and you was all like, "Oh yeah, remember Alan?" Well, Quartermain? when I was a kid, sure. I didn't know. I had, I just thought it was Indiana yeah. Jones because yeah, I hadn't seen any yeah. of this Quartermain yeah. business. And then uh, here's the other funny thing. I didn't know King Solomon's Mines or its follow-up that they co they filmed back-to-back. -back. I forgot the name. Yes. Lost City something. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lost City of Gold. Yeah, we're not watching that. 
Uh, we're not watching that. Why not? not? It was, oh my it god, we have to watch that film. now. All right, it's maybe. It's the summer just, of sequels, <laughs> as you just said. And again, this is one of those many little notable things about this. It was filmed back to back, Scott. Yeah. It's yeah. it's going to be the most contiguous you could ever get with two movies. Yeah, it's like watching. I don't know what they did that with Lord of the Rings, I guess, and yeah, uh, that Harry other. Potter thing. Yeah, two, the two parter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it happens for sure. But I guess what I'm saying is, uh, so I didn't know these existed, and I was. Super into oh, movies really? in 1985. I had no idea that this was a thing at all. I knew that, you know, Indiana Jones uh, or Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom had already come out uh, oh, yeah. by this time, a year previous for Temple of Doom than this. And then this thing hits, and I don't know a damn thing about it. Never heard of it until we brought it up on this show and said, I, hey, we should watch oh, that. And really? I went, I oh, I love it. Time. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it back in the day, and I still love it, but not for. I, I love it because it's basically just a spoof off Indiana. Jones. They they knew what they were making. They knew it's, what they were making, and they were well, trying to make it. Spoofy. Yeah, but they but they did the one thing that just pisses me off with with parody, where they keep just one, the one foot out of parody just in right. case, right? Like just in case, just in case people think this is you know good and serious. We're gonna we're not gonna really. Delve fully, into the fully admit we're not going to exactly. look at the camera and wink right it's such we're a gonna... cop out it pisses me off <laughs> you know and, th- and this is not this is not the only one there's been plenty of movies that, that are like this and yeah. it almost never works uh we haven't yet sacked romancing the stone and oh, yeah. um you know another thing same time frame just like a year before this and i i really genuinely feel like uh the, these this sort of go on an adventure in a faraway land thing mm-hmm. that's the right motif for we're going to make some jokes guys but this is a serious adventure but you're going to laugh by yeah. hope man and it's it's not easy to make me laugh in in these kinds of things right like yeah. you did you did you feel like the movie was trying too hard um, at times 100% trying too hard yeah. all the time oh. I felt like it, it was when, always trying to freaking Sharon Stone is watching the other plane spiral down and she's twisting and turning her head like that's the only way she can watch it. <laughs> that was so her stupid. Is, her face is where she's in that plane, man. Now, that's a really good point. That's her foot firmly in parody town. Yeah. And then, yeah. But then they don't. It, I'm, I'm 100% with Ibbett's take there. I just, I, the whole time, and I read a bunch of reviews on this thing where people mm-hmm. are like, now that I'm older, I think I finally get it. The movie's supposed to be a parody yeah. of these things. I'm right, like, exactly. Yeah. Congratulations. It, been, it's, it either should be obvious or, or so, well, it should be obvious. There's no or. It should be obvious. Yeah. If okay. So here's, here's a question. Here's a question yeah. for you. Yeah, sure. Um, this movie uh, has something that is absolutely stuck in the 1980s. And, and it, it's uh, like soon Sharon after Stone. this time, <laughs> soon after this time, no one ever did this anymore for laughs, but for decades and decades, it was apparently really funny to have someone cover their face with their hands in, yes. in, in the face oh, of sure. danger. Boom, 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 sure. boom. Everyone yeah. in this yeah. movie, everyone except Alan Quartermain himself, uh, right. they, they cover their face with their hands and it's funny. You're supposed to laugh at yeah, that. Supposed to yeah. be funny. And I'm curious, I'm curious, what age do you think you stopped laughing at that and started just to find it annoying? Well, I, I would... <laughs> <laughs> when when peekaboo went when peekaboo yeah. went out of out of favor, that's when I stopped. <laughs> when, it stopped when peekaboo stopped being interesting to me, right? Yeah. Nah, I know what's behind the hands. Ah, get out. Yeah. A lot of things in this aren't funny. Like her watching the you mentioned the plane spiraling. That's not funny yeah. to watch right. that that no. way. How is that funny? 
That's just like right. that's that's vaudeville funny. That's like uh, it's we're so on the stage. Yeah, like it. You know that whole plane thing is just so irritating. Like, oh, okay, we're supposed to we're supposed to uh, suspend disbelief with parody that she can all of a sudden get a plane off the ground. It's not just push the red button and then pull the stick back. <laughs> I don't know. Planes were simpler then, right? I mean. <laughs> Oh, man. And she wasn't even pulling the stick back. She was running that thing like she was uh, trying to play yeah. whack-a-mole with, uh, <laughs> with that. Quartermain. Quartermain was also yelling, don't stop it. You're trying to run me over. Yeah. With yeah. His, by the way, Alan Quartermain in the uh, in the books is British. Uh, they have a British actor here. Why didn't they do that? Yeah. Oh, and no, in the kidding. books, the, the books would have been pre-World War II. So, I mean, they definitely wrote their own treatment and brought uh, – him into a more modern world there in the eighties. Not to much drop though. Into, right before the world war two. Yeah. Not much on, though, because hold on, I gotta, I gotta come back to Scott saying they have a British actor here. Do you mean John Reese Davies? No, no, no. I'm talking oh, about no, no, the character. In no, the I'm saying Richard Chamberlain is, is, is British. No, he's no, not. He's not. <clears throat> I don't nope, think so. he's Californian. What? Yeah. <laughs> that oh. guy. Oh, the why didn't they lead into his Californian accent? Hold on a second. I swore he was from Britain. Why do I not know this? Now I'm annoyed. Because his name is Chamberlain. He has to be. He's Lord Lord Chamberlain. I mean, of course. Oh, shit. Born Beverly Hills. All right. So there's two things at play here. There's two things at play. Three things. My mom's obsession with the Thornberry thing back in the day. Thornbirds, sure. Thornbirds, whatever it was. The cartoon. Yeah, the wild Thornberries. And then Shogun. In 1980, where he also donned a British accent. Yeah. yeah. And then his name. Those three things, I think, have made me think for uh, until this moment in time. I thought Richard Chamberlain was a British guy. Oh, you know what else? It even says it in the trivia in this movie. It says, oh, no, no. Okay. But they just Mm -hmm. added to my my mythos. It said that uh, in the books, he was British. Here, we have an American. But in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, why would you have Chamberlain, who's British? Oh shit! I was wrong about the whole thing. <laughs> so, oh, I thought so, you meant the character and, was, and like I didn't that. realize he was closeted. I, oh, I, right. I think I knew that, but I had oh. forgotten it. And it's so, so uh, you get so as much a, attention with uh, what Rock Hudson that we didn't even see Richard Chamberlain mm. as a boy in the eighties. I also had a heterosexual mother who, you know, was. <laughs> Who okay. considered like there were statement. two there were two <laughs> leading men in the world that my mother would have forsaken her family to go have sex with. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they were Robert Redford and Richard Chamberlain. Yeah, your yeah. mom is my mom, dude. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. She says the same thing. Your mom thing. is my mom and everybody's mom. My mom also yeah, my mom much. also put uh, yeah. uh, uh Magnum PI on there. What's his name? Um, oh, Tom Selleck. Yeah, or Tom other Selleck Alan Quartermain. Wasn't he didn't he do Alan Quartermain or something? Oh, no. You know, I think didn't he do something? Or was that just that he did a he did an Alan Quartermain like film? Yeah, it was, it was the, an Alan Quarter. It was the Piggly Wiggly one, not Piggly Wiggly. What was it called? Uh, down Piggly's Wiggly. What's oh, Quinkly Down Under. Quinkly Down Under. There was here. another one that was like an adventure one, like a like an Indiana Jones style. Yeah, there was, was. There was. I'm trying to remember. I thought it was a made for TV. Was, you movie know what? That's probably just the fact that didn't he audition to be Indiana Jones? He did. Famous, oh, yeah. Famously, famously did. I think that's what I'm. Thinking I thought that was. I thought he auditioned for Han Solo. No, wait. No, he. It was Indiana Jones, and they did that. He turned. He turned it down. He was offered the job. Turned it down because he wanted to do Magnum. So yeah, that's right. Pick, I want to do train. Magnum. So, and in the eighties, it was like every two years, and this actually starts in seventy eight. Every two years, Richard Chamberlain would appear in a TV something. Yeah, and and get like my TV. mom really worked up. 
Like they, because it would be advertised for weeks in advance. Like she'd be all on dad. It starts, it start. it started with a 1970. would be like nothing happening else on that day. You're not going to yeah. soccer practice. Nothing. Yeah. It, it started with the 1978 TV special, the good doctor. Yeah. And he, he was the good doctor. And then a couple of years later, uh, Shogun, which was, um, which was shown on TV in five parts. And so it, it they, they drug it out over like two weeks and it was like such a big deal to to see right. Richard Chamberlain. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think my mom actually paid attention to the plot. I'm not sure about that. I know my mom <laughs> never did. My so mom then a couple of years later, um, he's in Thornbirds, right? Yeah. And then and then he really steers into the skid, and it's like this is what Richard Chamberlain is doing. This is his career. And so when he's making this movie that we watched, right? When he's when he's making King Solomon's Mines, mm. he's also in the midst of the cook and Peary movie and uh wallenberg was a thing on tv and he had a tv special called the miracle and it just goes he was um uh he he was in a mini series that was called dream west i don't know if you remember this but i sure do i don't remember dream and, west but i bet my mom does i don't know anything don't know about it except that it starred richard chamberlain on tv is this our and second our second exposure to him on the show i think we did what inferno towering inferno had this had oh, him in it is right oh is he in that okay. yeah he was the 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 designer of the thing right right he was the architect um let me make sure i'm not making that, that right I think so. I think it feels right. It and sounds now, right. He, he yeah, was yeah. in the Towering Inferno. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, he okay, was in that. Sure so he's a, that's our call. second. We've only got two Chamberlains then under our belt. How come we haven't watched uh, the Swarm? We've got both Chamberlains loaded. Erwin mm-hmm. Allen disaster film about uh, bees. Bees. Oh, the Swarm. Right. Doctor Hubbard. Uh, let's see here. Seventy-eight. Why met? don't we watch that? Michael Caine, Catherine Ross, Richard Chamberlain, Livy de Havilland. This is the one where they park the car in a cold yeah. um uh, like baseball stadium football stadium and that's how they kill the bees is they, it's cold in there it's air conditioned well, so we we sacked <laughs> oh, really? the okay. swarm the movie the swarm we sacked that we did the swarm but not this one. all i remember about that this is, is we did do this one though. i think we did do this one hold on <laughs> what movie was it that had ant no way bee really yeah i think we did this does not look familiar to me at all i think the millions of bees clip came, came from yeah the swarm we millions did it we did it all right, it had Edward Richard Chamberlain in it. Sure did. So Wait three Chamberlain. That's the same same one. It's not a different the swarm. Nope, same Looks one. Like the same one. It's the one with. It's I. The reason it ring Michael Caine's the part that's ringing a bell for me, and I'm looking at it here, and this is exactly the one we watched. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I guess the only other one is from 2020, and, and uh, bee, that ain't it. Bees, bees, millions <laughs> of bees. It. That ain't it. Yep. Huh. The yeah. Other, you never know, uh, man. The other Richard Chamberlain movie that I guessed we might have sacked or we might sack in the future is Bird of Prey. What's that? It's a 95 movie. Um, Is that a takeoff on Condor? Condor Man? No. (laughs) No, it's a a revenge thriller. Um, Oh, sweet. Oh. uh, Jennifer Tilly's in it. That's all I can see. Oh. Oh, um, but the reason we haven't, the reason we haven't seen more Richard Chamberlain is because he was making TV movies and TV series. Killing and it. He, he oh, kept that run in the eighties with Casanova. He literally played Casanova in a TV series movie called Casanova. And then he finally, uh, came out of the closet and oh. that was kind of it. He's not, you know, after that. And of course, also in 1987, he's like 54 and he's not going to be 
playing too right. many more of these. Eh, like, what, what is he worried about? I He's got did, King Solomon's mind's money. What is? <laughs> I didn't realize he was in uh, that most recent Twin Peaks revival thing. The most oh, yeah, recent yeah. thing he he's the, done. Uh, yeah. It's like yeah. a bit role as an old yeah. man, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else? He's in a couple play? other things. Yeah. He's in Finding Julia. He was in in what 2019. Yeah, but you're an old what man. You play an old man. He, <laughs> he was the he was the high father in that Justice League Gods and Monsters uh, uh, animated feature thing. That was good. He's he's now 88, and the thing that the thing in looking at his biography that blew my mind the most was that he was in a long term relationship with his partner. Uh, wrote about it in his biography. That's kind of how he uh, sort of stepped away from this playing the heterosexual leading man thing. And then at age 76, he and his life partner uh, divorced. Mm. At, oh, wow. And like, that's just, I don't know why. It just that long. Jeez. struck that's me. Always, it's like, it always, it always strikes me as weird. Anybody over like 70 who gets a divorce, I'm like, eh, where are you going, man? Yeah, where are you gonna go? Are you gonna start over? Are you gonna uh, you right, know? Are you gonna start over? What are you just, just you gonna get uh, back in the Dayton pool? Are you there? Is yeah, just just go? just give up, man. Just do like the rest of us. <laughs> do like the rest of us. Just give up. It's uh, awesome. Just give up. Yeah. I'm celebrating my 30th anniversary this week, and uh, and I realize that puts me in this. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's rare the minority. Stratus, it's the, it's they, the minority of sure. of numbers or whatever. Uh, Ibit is also in that. In that. That's right. Welcome to the 30 Club. Yeah, we're in the 30 <laughs> Club. Right. But uh, uh, I cannot like the idea of even now, and I'm nowhere near anywhere in my 70s. But at 53, do Just I do what everybody else does? Get separate rooms. Don't see each other. <laughs> I do like Ricky and Lucy. Just get separate beds. You would be. You would not. You would not believe the number of people that I talk to once they get over sixty or so. It's like oh, we don't sleep together anymore. I sleep in one room. They sleep in the other. It's it's so super common. I didn't. It's I never so thought it would weird be weird to me. Common, I can't even imagine that. I just, I really like my wife. Yeah, I, that's my <laughs> grandparents. My grandparents slept. Together until you know until the end. Yeah. But yeah, I know lots of people who do that. They say Did they oh, die in the end. Did they die in the same bed at the same time, same place? No, same? they took turns. Oh, okay, one and then the other. Okay, <laughs> that's usually how it goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's usually how it goes. Sometimes yeah, you get yeah. full uh, Romeo Juliet, but not always. I get it. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, back to the point here. This Quartermain business. It's not the first Quartermain movie though, because technically the uh, extraordinary 19, gentleman thing. Nineteen fifty. Yeah. I love this part of the story. No, I mean for so, us, we did the uh, the extraordinary gentleman deal. Uh, it was right. supposed oh, to be Quarterman. Right, that's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. We did have, we had the character Ellen yeah. Quarterman, but the last proper yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before that was the 1950s, which is funny because this was 1985 when this came out, and a lot of the critics were mad because this didn't live up to the 1950s movie. So think, it's 35 years. So think back 35 years, what movie that we loved, and then go. Oh my God! They're making another one. Mm. In bitching yeah. about it, sound yeah. familiar? Yeah, right. Yeah, it well, sounds like something that we do today. Right. Mm. Wow. I, I do think. Why it's a do they little... need to remake Alan Quartermain? We had a perfectly good one <laughs> <laughs> from thirty-five a... years ago. Come on! <laughs> Don't you think that it's a little different in terms of tech, the advance of technology? Like between nineteen fifty and nineteen eighty-five. That was a massive thirty-five year difference. Mm. Like there, was, yeah. everything changed. Yeah. But the comparison of uh, the budget they probably had for the nineteen fifties movie, if you uh, accounted for inflation, it was probably cost a whole lot more than this. Than oh this, gosh, uh, yes. This yeah. tiny, smaller budget, King Solomon's Mines that we got in nineteen eighty-five. So well, here's the good news: our thirty-five years ago, 
uh, movie that would have been the one right now in theaters that we should look back on and think of in this way was right. Uh, the worst DC film ever made, I believe, <laughs> Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. Yeah, the other right, right, another Golan Globus production. Yeah, yeah. Golan oh, is Globus? it really? Holy shit! Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, oh they they did someone so said that much. earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made that they with the, the red, ones, red on Airlight. Yeah, they, they, they were do. the ones who owned the uh, rights to Spider Man for all the way through the eighties. <laughs> we almost a got a Spider Man movie nice. from these guys. Yeah, the Red Krypton well, Planet. Uh, check this out, though, RoboCop also. So that's cool. That happened. Uh, well, and there were some pretty yeah. good movies in 1987, yeah. right? Like yeah. we, uh, I'm trying to think of some. We saw a uh, oh, Full Metal Jacket was 1987. Mm-hmm. Um, the Untouchables, I think the Untouchables. That was 87. Yeah, that was a great movie. Speaking mm-hmm. of uh, quarter main actor uh, uh, <laughs> Kevin, Cutter. having a hard time not just not naming Schwarzenegger movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? Like he made like three movies in one year. Yeah. That was his like that was the peak. That was peak Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah, although I think he's peak now because I think he's cooler oh. old, but sure, oh. cooler now, oh. but movie peak. Man. Yeah, you're right. I, you know, right. you know, my favorite movie. I just remember my favorite movie from 1987 was Good Morning Vietnam. That's oh, a there you go. Yeah, let's see. make another one, but let's cut the budget. Yeah, let's, <laughs> cut that budget like, let's make a parody of it. <laughs> let's make a parody and cut the budget. So it yeah, I'm, I'm guessing people looking back on this then were just annoyed because in the same way we would be if they said, you know, what's a good 85 movie that we like if they said, hey, we're remaking. Um, Back to the Future, and let's say they did a terrible job at it. We'd be up in arms. People would be. Well, yeah. They're kind like of doing that now. Lost Boys. Yeah. They're redoing. Isn't oh, they doing that. a TV show or a? Is it another movie? Lost Boys. Yeah, but it could uh, be good. See, that's the trick. Could be good. Sure. Yeah. So See, that's the I thing. Mean, I think if this would have been yeah. good, I think people would have been like, "Oh, right, uh, we're back." A, uh, Princess Di- uh, Princess Bride. Yay! So we all agree choice. that that's a great, great movie. Yeah, thirty-five years old. 35 I, I just want to break your heart though. If someone did remake Good Morning Vietnam right now, yeah, uh, I think it would star Pete Davidson. <laughs> no, I can. No, okay, you so, can't see that. That's a horrible idea. Don't do that. Oh my god! So, gosh. would you guys consider? Would you guys consider Bloomhouse to be the current no. kind of yeah, middle yeah, tier, like, middle tier, uh, you know, production? Not quite Hollywood. I would. I would go so top. far as like Troma. I think Bloomhouse is I starting think to come into a its own. Too, I think Trauma's a little too low. That's more like Roger Corman during the eighties. <sighs> yeah, but Blue versus... Mouse has big, has like what well, Cannon did some respect, was doing some good stuff. Some respect for me. Totally yeah, agree. Even, totally agree. You, you yeah. look at you look at RoboCop, and it's still it's it succeeds <laughs> it's in RoboCop. spite of its cheesiness, right? It, it succeeds <laughs> right. in spite of its smarm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But trauma uh, is nowhere near. No, you're right. There, there's there's something level. between Bloomhouse and Trauma that is. You think it's up to lower? Yeah. Well, you think yeah. Don't, don't forget, Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse is- has these movies in their list. They have Get Out. They have Split. They have yeah. Insidious. Yeah. They have mostly horror movies, obviously. Yeah, um, they have earned. Yeah. They've but earned my respect. Uh, they're lower lower production cost stuff, like the Black Phone. The Black Phone. Mm-hmm. You guys just oh, watched, I love the Black Phone. Recommended it. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. So the thing, the problem is that there's such towering top tier studios right now and have been for a while that the, the studios that are making all the movies are Paramount, Disney, Universal, Warner Brothers, Sony, and then down quite a ways Columbia. Like the, it's those five and then you go down quite a ways. You have Columbia still in the top tier and they are sucking up everything, right? Like, they, like, <laughs> well, produce char. For every ten billion dollars spent this year making movies, those studios are spending nine point five billion of it. Right? Yeah. Right. And yeah. and so, like, really, anything that isn't a studio I just named is going to be, you know, you're going to be impressed 
if they're yeah. actually making movies that people see. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I, their highest rated so, film, by the way, is still nope or not nope. Um, Get Out is their biggest. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And like I said, it it's it's, yeah. it's not that they don't make good movies. It's not that Canon didn't release at least a few good movies. It's just that overall, their primary core seems to be movies that eh, you know well at eh, least in blumhouse's case you can good. say they're very genre focused right they just are yes let's do let's do thrillers and horror and that's it that's all we're gonna and because do because of Speaking because of, of the landscape you can make one great movie as a studio and suddenly you're on the map like uh a24 right. with everything everywhere all at once mm-hmm. suddenly mm-hmm. on the map like mm-hmm. came out on a, a crunchy roll is now a known <laughs> studio but that's all by sony now right yeah so yeah. Sony yeah. Them up yeah, they just bought yeah. them. So they're part they of Columbia. The Columbia thing technically is Sony also, right? Sony owns Columbia, I think. I think. I think you're right. Do I have that right? I think so. Hold I think on. you're right. Uh, while we're yes, on the but- subject of uh, studios, uh, the very first note I wrote down about this film is about the title card. Uh, Metro Goldwyn Meyer, right? They snatched up all, almost all of these, uh, yeah, uh, Golden Globus. Um, <laughs> why do they have, have to have the words trademark? All big in their their uh, logo, right, like, right. trademark. In case you didn't trade know, this mark trade. That was a thing mark. back in the day for a lot of movies, but I felt like that was waning at this era. So why did that happen? Yeah, that, and yeah. why not? They probably could take that off. Now. I agree. They probably don't need to keep it on there. It's like me putting logo on the next logo. logo. I for yeah, um, I was for the for the those count, keeping track at home. Yes, Sony Pictures Motion Picture Group owns. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. They picked him up a couple roll. years ago. You know who owns MGM now? Mm. Amazon. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. welcome to the continued. That didn't happen. Oh, yeah, it did happen, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. it did happen. Yeah, that's right. That's why they have all those Bond movies. Yep. Yep. Oh, that makes and, sense. That explains and it. And that that's the weirdness with The Handmaid's Tale, right? It's Handmaid's Tale now is going to be only on Amazon. Oh, I oh, missed that. Interesting. Did that. That's not on Hulu next season, final season nope. or whatever. Really, final not, season will be over it, on Amazon. Weird, unless Hulu spends a bunch of money to to get it. You know, I wow. didn't know that. That's insane. There also, there's some rumor they're buying buying EA. That may have been debunked in the last couple of days, but there was some talk they were going to buy Electronic Arts, uh, Amazon. That is, which is a, wait, is Handmaid's Tale over? Handmaid's Tale might might no have no finished. no. It's still got no, a season. No, there's coming. one more season. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're season right. five of Handmaid's. I know. I thought the same thing. It's like, oh, that felt like an ending to me. And Tina's like, nope. There's one more season. <laughs> yeah. She's got to get her revenge. Got one more to go, buddy. She's yeah. got to get her revenge, man. She got to yeah, get exactly. back in there. Okay. So here's what we know about that. Just real quick. Trailer five. Oh, I don't see anything about where it's being. It just talks about the trailer, and that's it. Oh, that's crazy. Moving, moving streaming services. Well, this is like Jag when it went from CBS to NBC or whatever it was. Yeah. Remember that Jag when totally, J- yeah. Jag got moved around? The big companies just keep getting bigger, don't they? <laughs> that's they just right. Keep gobbling up the little guy. When we're we gonna have some good smaller stuff? Yeah, no I kidding. miss Golden Globus now. Now, now you want Globus in your life. <laughs> you want a more Globus society. <laughs> Uh, you need me on that, <laughs> Catherine. I mean, uh, okay, so here's a question: Is is this I, okay? This movie definitely steals a lot from Indiana Jones. Yes, uh, and so I mean, it kind of took the, the 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 cutter and said, "Here you go." But didn't it also take some things from *Romancing the Stone*, oh, yeah. which was what '84, and yeah, also. Sure. My favorite part of the trivia, where the where they ask and say, "Give me that stone, lady." for <laughs> this part can we can we please have scrutiny we yeah, like, i, I scrutiny hope this bullshit but i don't care it's scrutiny. an amazing story they said get that stone lady referring to 
Kathleen to Kathleen Turner. Turner in Romance in the Stone, and they thought they meant Sh- uh, Sharon Stone. Oh, really? I oh, love that's the story. Hilarious. Mm. There's no way that's <laughs> true. Keeping it. I just I don't, don't think it's true. A, I don't care. I'm keeping it. <laughs> because <laughs> Sharon Stone already had starred in a feature film before this. This was not her first. Right. No. And there's but she's no just, Kathleen Turner at this point. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I absolutely right. totally agree. At this point. I'm just saying there's no way a famous actress with an agent gets right. accidentally with an hired <laughs> and continues to work and so on. Sure, like there's sure, no one an agent. Yeah, there's no point. way that story's real. It no. just can't be. In fact, it made I me embarrassed. I want it to be real. I know, I know, but it does feel like it's such a Oh, Let me you have my st- you. It's like the three's company misunderstanding level. <laughs> yeah. Let me it have is. my stories. Mr. Furley came Let in. Furley listening together. on the other side yeah. of the door. No, I guess I need to get Sharon Stone. <laughs> oh, Andy. Oh. All oh, right. We're going to the stone lady then. I, uh, I have some other scrutiny for trivia. This one also seemed like bullshit to me. According to Richard Chamberlain, and again, I don't have any, uh, you know, citing of, of links or quotes or anything here. It just says he says it says Sharon Stone was extremely uh, difficult to work with to the point that many of the cast and crew didn't want to talk to her. At one point, crew members urinated in the bathtub in her trailer. It was only when she stepped in her milk bath that she noticed the odor. Her milk bath. <laughs> As that goes, it requires more scrutiny. Yeah. At, at first, yeah. you're like, yeah, that happens. And then with each new fact you yeah. laid on, yeah. it's yeah. in her more milk bath. It feels like what? that piece of trivia was contributed by somebody who really hates Sharon Stone. Yeah, yeah. Or, or at the, yeah. I don't know, like, what, how do you go from the cat, many of the cast and crew didn't want to talk to her, to some of the crew peed in her tub? Yeah, like, right. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I don't know. I don't By buy the that. Way, um, yeah. There was just like, uh, there was a number in here for how much money Turner turned down. And it, that was a little bit of scrutiny for me. What? 1.5 million was like, or something crazy? No, it was like 12.5 million. It was oh, like, that's the whole budget. Right. She would have been the most <laughs> highly paid actress in history if she'd taken it. I can't, I can't find it, but it's in there somewhere. Hmm. And mm-hmm. I just like, oh, you don't need to, you know, for things to be fun and interesting, you, they don't need to be so extreme. Right. She wasn't, Here's something you can't scrutinize. Patrick Swayze was in King Solomon's Minds from 2004 TV miniseries. Yeah, it's yeah not so that. Was it. A, I knew it was a Hallmark series. Yeah. Hallmark yeah. film. Uh, oh, was it a Hallmark film? Yeah. Two parter. That's not a miniseries. The two parter is not a miniseries. You got to have at least three. Micro series, I think, is the official. A nano series. You know what, Brian? Brian Dunaway, you're right. Kathleen Turner was offered 1.5 million to play the role. That's that's. That's better. I, I saw a different number elsewhere, but the actual the actual number uh, from uh, Paul Wilstein at Morning Call right. says one point. That I could believe. And I could see her going, nah, I'm good. Yeah. It, yeah, that's a lot of money to walk away from in like 1984. No kidding. Right. Uh, by the way, the the King Solomon's Minds with your with your Patrick Swayze there has higher ratings on everything uh, than this. Version. It actually wow. looks pretty good. I was I was watching the trailer earlier. And I was like, hey, this actually looks good because it doesn't look like Indiana Jones ripoff. It looks like eh, what I imagined the Alan Quarter main story would be more like, which is the kind of the story we kind of get a little look at in Extraordinary Gentlemen. So uh, can can I can I read you the whole oral history part that is the controversy that we should talk about a little bit? Yeah, do it. Controversy? Give it to me. Yeah. So the film was shot on location in uh, Zimbabwe. It it was uh, the depiction of of natives and stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. So the 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 crew included many Israelis and several South Africans, and so the locals that they were hiring were all 
Arab <laughs> were right. all very unhappy with that fact. <laughs> and the Arab League showed up to uh, protest the depiction of these of of these their characters, like Arab characters, as slave drivers. Yeah, which makes sense. So it's pretty pretty hot heated yeah. topic so in that area. Richard Chamberlain tried to defend it at the time, and this is what he said: "I happen to think that people are people." And I don't care where they come from as long as they do a good job. This is a comedy, and one of the best defenses against out-of-date stereotypes is to poke fun at them. And that didn't help. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, no, it's okay oh, just we're making fun of them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. We're it, not just depicting slaves. We're actually making fun of them. Yeah, we're actually making fun of these That was, that was probably slaves. mostly heated from that side of the world, right? Most of us were probably – we didn't read this interview. No, we didn't know because we because we were still kind of in the headspace of like, yeah, they're natives. That's what you do. Yeah, that's what you do, man. I've know. watched films. I've, yeah, seen, I've seen every uh, John Wayne film ever. The one yeah. Safari. Those are Come always on. those are super racially racially sensitive, aren't they? Those movies. Yeah, uh, there's another fun. movie called High Adventure, directed by Mark Roper in 2001. That was <laughs> this is horrible. So this says uh, Chris, slick adventurous grandson of legendary adventurer Alan uh, Quartermain searches for a mythical treasure of Alexander the Great with the help of a pretty German girl while eluding Ooh. a dangerous, greedy gangster. Yeah, that's right. Chris. Chris Quartermain. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> I'm down with that. That I'd sounds that. terrible. Oh, my gosh. Was that direct to DVD? Man, there's a ton of these. These Quartermain things. Yeah. It's, well, it should be. It's probably in the public domain at this point, the story is. And that's the reason oh, why yeah, we got to leave Extraordinary Gentlemen. Most of that stuff was in the public domain. You just kind of pile them all in together. And so, yeah, of course. Did, it's, you, it's, it's did you know that this was here? I just put it in their thing. Alan Quartermain of the Temple you of Skulls, 2008, rated R, uh, has a 2.3 out of 10 on, on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and we had, we may have to track this down. This sounds like real shit. Not until we watch Romance in the Stone. We haven't watched it yet, have we? No, we haven't. Nope. We, yeah, I think it got and, uh, pulled once. And we we could just watch did. Lost Hills and, or uh, Lost City and call it good. Yeah, <laughs> Bullock, I, I like the Lost City of Gold. Uh, it actually is the superior of the quarter. Oh, is it now? Because opinion. everyone I talk to, including the reviews everywhere I read, say that it's the opposite. Oh, of that. well, first of all, who are you talking to? <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> everybody I've talked to. Right, yeah. everybody I've talked to. A lot, of people, seen... a lot of people tell me it's a superior <laughs> film. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of people tell me a lot it's of people uh, are saying. Yeah, they're right, saying. right, right. People, but, uh, people are saying, <laughs> excuse me, the people are saying it's a very popular film. <laughs> I think you've been, I think you've been watching that. Um, uh, uh, I've been watching the Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox I only Fox watched Fox once, but I great. But you I not know this, to, uh, but Jamie Fox does a great. Oh, it's insane. Oh, yeah, it's Scott Ford that thing over to me. It is insane yeah. how good that is. Yeah. What are we wasting his talents on Ray Charles? No kidding. But he yeah. could be doing that. Oh, good at that too. Yeah, give and up the rest everything. of your stupid shows and movies and things you're connected to, right. and just do that for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's really something. Anyway, yeah. Um, so, we're so we're making a new Alan Quartermain film, guys, and oh. uh, it's going to star John Cena. Who's the woman? <laughs> I can't wait to bitch right about now? it and say we already have an Alan Quartermain movie. It's called okay. Solomon's Month. No, no, I'm saying right. I'm I'm challenging you right now. Who's the? Mean? Who are you casting as the the female lead? In the new Alan Quartermain. So movie. there's not really one being made with him in no. it. You made that up. All right. Uh, <laughs> right. That's, you're, you're that's fantasizing. Uh, you're I don't, I don't know that John Cena is your, your guy, to, is what I'm saying. I don't think John Cena is your guy. Is what you're saying. 
Well, sure. oh, John Cena is my guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. He would be freaking amazing as Quartermain. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. I don't know. So we got to have somebody who's age appropriate for John Cena because right, we're a little exactly. more sensitive. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. I would love that. Would be hilarious. Thank you for talking about their age because she was twenty-seven yeah, and he was fifty-one. Guys. Wow. Yeah. 27 and 51. It's fine because he wasn't interested, but he whatever. Looked, he looked right. pretty good for 51. He looked pretty pretty yeah. good. Yeah, he wasn't interested at all, it turns out. Turns out it was right. even in the in the freaking Union Soup Bowl, he was like, Ugh, I don't want to be doing this. <laughs> yep. Um, John Cena, <laughs> well I still... Nice I cold st- water in there. I still think Cena's a bad pick. But if you're going to go full jokey parody, good times, you know, 21 Jump Street sort of reboot sort of focus, like you're just going to have a giant yeah. parody fun time, rated R romp or whatever, then yes, he's yeah. your guy. And also, Amy Poehler's a great idea in that scenario. I like it. I think Amy, yeah, as a comedy, I think that's just brilliant. That's really hard to yeah, not go You there. can go with that. Yeah. Or you know what? Re- reunite him with um, your uh, your Suicide Squad, uh, what's her uh, beak, uh, your, your Margot Robbie. Get her in there. Oh, She'd yeah. be fun. Oh, Mar- oh, she's oh. too big. I, I was hoping you were going to reunite John Cena with Jennifer Holland from Peacemaker. Because okay. I, I just think, oh. like, there's something about them. They have yeah, such they, chemistry. They, they have a weird chemistry, yeah. Yeah, it's such a great show. Or have you I know what? Here you go. Going, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you do. No, I was going to say if we're going, if we're going something like, uh, is this made for TV or is this is this going to <laughs> theaters? <laughs> theaters, sure. That's, That's a good theaters. question. Okay. I, I think HBO I think, Max. <laughs> I think it would be a Netflix movie. Honestly, okay, Netflix movie. There we go. I need to know okay. where it's going to be at first. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's fine. Um. Oh. A good have question. James Gunn know. direct. Have his brother I Sean think it's Gunn. Time for Amber Heard to make a, a comeback. So no, I gonna... no, I don't. <laughs> no. no, I don't want any she more talk about any of that. Yeah. yeah, if I were her, I'd just retire on whatever money you got left. And I'm not saying any. I'm not taking a position on this. I'm right. saying we've right. we have ruined those people. So. I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see either of them. Yeah. I don't want to see Depp ever again. I don't want to see her. I'm what done. Do think of what do we think of Chris Pine in this role as as the lady? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly would be a departure. Oh, Chris Pine's yeah. better than John Cena. If you're going, if you're being serious, like if you're going to okay. really go yeah. for I it, am, then yes. I am being serious. No, 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 no. I know. I don't mean you. I don't mean you. Rose Byrne. I don't mean you. I mean the. I mean the filmmakers. If the filmmakers are being serious, you go with Chris Pine. That's what I mean. Yeah, like unless Chris Pine and Maggie Grace. Maggie Grace is our That's other right. or Leslie yeah. Bibb, either one. You Leslie can actually switch them halfway through the film. Yeah, yeah. they're interchangeable. Do they it like the twins, like the Olsen sisters. twins. You just pop one out when you need one, and you know, yeah. boom, you boom. pop one if, out. Is, um, it, is it required <laughs> that the that they be twenty four years apart? Because that would be kind of kind of fun. That gets harder. Yeah, it gets um, trickier. Yeah, Chris Pine and It'd be uh, Chris Pine and like Florence Pugh. Sure. <laughs> I like Florence Pugh a lot. She do. I good. don't know. That's not even. That's not even close. That's not, to you know, that's, I was going to say no. that's still. That's still she, too. Close she elevates to all the material she's in, so I'd probably like this yes. better with her in it. But. but bottom line, Sharon Stone was fine. She was appropriate in every way. It was just so, everything around her was so weird. You know. Yeah, yeah. she like, was basically yeah. just playing what's her name in in Temple of Doom. Willie was, Willie yeah. Scott. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, just playing that whole like I'm nervous, I'm fine. scared, but then I'll accidentally do something that works, and then. I'll be nervous and scared right. again, but then I'll be tough somehow. And then yeah, I'll, and that's, and that's yeah. the thing. I would love to know which, uh, like what scenes were on in the original Alan Quartermain or taken from the book and which were like, Oh, we could have a, a crushing ceiling, you know, that descends on them. Yeah. We could have yeah. a, uh, I think that was a problem. I don't think anything in this film was taken was, from the Alan Quartermain book. book other than 
you know, he was, uh, a, you know, an, an English guy that was in, in Africa and that, sure. yeah, he was going on. But all these old tropes have existed forever, like them cooking in a pot because yeah. they're a bunch of cannibals. And they're going to eat them in a right. giant pot. I mean, I, hell, I know 1940s Looney Tunes that had that idea. And I like, loved how stupid the tribesmen were, tribesmen were too. They were like, oh, look, it's rocking back and forth. Perfectly normal. This is what always happens when we cook <laughs> this will, the people. This will go well. <laughs> let's, cheer, let's cheer it every time it rocks. It, nothing's yeah. going to go wrong. And, uh, yeah. They're stirring the soup for us. Yay. <laughs> this is my favorite part. And everyone, everyone who saw this was annoyed, right? That Not only that they had corn in South Africa. That, yeah. I, but that's that the reason they would why put I put it in the there. onions. I wasn't oh, sure man, if there was I onions. <laughs> I saw cucumbers. I didn't see corn. That's hilarious. Yeah. There, were, there also was weird. corn that was half peeled. They, like, okay. yeah. half corn, like, of course, it was all made of plastic. Everything in there was made of plastic. Yeah. Yeah. And so you think so? Some of those onions Some of those onions Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> onion was coming apart like a real onion. She, uh, <laughs> when she goes, when she gets caught, this is very early in the film, but when she gets put in a rug, and then moved somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was lifted from Raiders, like straight up oh. lifted. Except it wasn't a yeah. basket. That's the only difference. Marion got yeah. lost in a basket. He got confused about which one had the right basket. Turns out the right. guy he thought it did didn't. And then the basket. I kept was waiting over for there. him to shoot somebody. Yeah, I kept waiting for somebody yeah. to come along yeah. and do the flippity flips. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but they had the I mean, dynamite. And there's so much did. like it was. Yeah, exactly. The uh, just ripped right from Raiders and from. Temple of Doom. That Kalima was basically that uh, Guli, whatever the, the the priestess, the high priestess. Oh God, was. I love yeah. it. I oh, yeah. love the, the giant yeah, glowing butt plug. What was that giant goal? What did they do with that thing? The thing they pulled out of the lava to, to frighten Sharon Stone? Yeah, so oh, the thing gonna... they were going to put on her head. That was is gonna, that what it was? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was like a, it was like it looked the... like a butt plug is what it looked like. Yeah. like there was I haven't that. seen a lot of butt plugs, but that's pretty much what I think they looked like. There was some like magic crystals in this movie and i so i figured that was just one of the like that mountain that mountain is just chock full of weird magic oh, stuff all magic. you're just yeah, gonna yeah. you're okay. just gonna just glide right by yeah, it's a voodoo my, mountain my favorite part is the fact that it's got those uh those hidden catacomb areas where she can pop out and just laugh <laughs> <laughs> And then she'd she'd hide again. Carnival yeah. ride. Yeah. yeah. My my favorite part was that there's a dino hippo living in there. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah what that the was, heck amazing. was that thing? Okay. I don't know. I, I have that according to notes. the Wicked. For the, according to the Wikipedia, is some kind of uh, cryptozoological, Gator mythical thing. creature thing, and I'm like, that wasn't what they, it was a stone hippo. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Dino today. hippo, and how dare yeah. you blow up the mountain and kill that thing? That's that's a, a global embarrassment. Yeah, that, that you blew up that mountain. It's an and indigenous creature. Spider, and it's it's weird webs and yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the drawn <laughs> the webs. Who, you see the webs on the the webs that were behind the fake webs were yeah. like marker webs. Yeah. Somebody yeah. had drawn them. Yeah. And yeah. and our our guy who gets eaten by the spider, he's backing up and you're like, oh no, web webbing. Oh no, right. that's terrible. Right. Right. Somehow in getting you know, he has to pretend to get twisted up in the webbing. Okay, I get <laughs> yes. it. I, I get it. I get it. But he somehow turns himself over. Not the spider doesn't right. turn upside the spider down. isn't yes. pushing him. He yeah. turns himself upside down and I'm just like what living human being would oh, do that? Don't even get me started about people living upside down. That whole tribe that lived upside down. All I could think but, of that whole time was that that's not how gravity works. Uh, you've not I evolved know. to do this, and I, you're going to die. You'll die I like gotta this. Say, yeah. though, I got to say, though, 
it was the best part of the movie. It felt the it, most it, original. It felt I will agree with you because that part I was I like, ah, this is kind of fun. Mm. Like they drop down and pick people up. Like, yes. yeah. I hated it. Apparently they've got a washing machine. You know, you love them. I never washed it. And they, they they smeared extra Vaseline on the camera to let you know how dreamy it was. I like that part. <laughs> that was my favorite part as well. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know because like going back to the whole uh, racial undertones uh, like oh, yeah. yeah we show up and we show up when we're dirty and these black folks wash our clothes <laughs> for us give us bring us food give us give us scrapes yeah, yeah bring us gifts for my money for my money actually oh, the best part around. of the movie was the first sequence like the uh we're, we're in a crazy market town as we're going in there's all of this uh a uh, uh, den of h- hive of scum and villainy sort of yes, talk. Yes. And then when we get in there, it really is like, if you feel like it was borrowed from star Wars and, uh, and then we end up with a, a junk dealer who has a gun and we throw dynamite at that guy. And it's like, right. that really entertained me. The rest of the movie did not live up to the start. I, I agree. But again, me. then again, it felt like they were just ripping off that Indiana Jones scene, which bugged me. Yeah, um, sure. If it wasn't so Raiders, I would have given it more credit. Cairo chase. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, that the guy that you're talking isn't that guy's name? Uh, oh, he was the the shop owner. What was his name? Schmengi um, Kassam or something oh. like that. Uh, I think his name was. Kassam. I think his name was Kassam. He was, the, Kassam, but he Kassam, was yeah, one of the so. best things in this film as well. Oh, the, the guy that was always worried about his furniture breaking. That yes. guy. Yeah, because yeah. he was like yeah. my, my it was table, hilarious. my door, my door. <laughs> actor. Actor is named Sheikh Ophir. Yeah. Right. And and Sheikh Ophir died just two years after making this movie. Oh, oh man. Of, like we're like uh, in front of his door. Because you got to be careful. Like, <laughs> that was my <laughs> door. Well, no, you only he, have uh, to be you only have to be concerned if you're in that two foot center section of the door. Yeah. Because it's not wide I enough to that, get the other sides of the door. Yeah. I love that he freaked out about his door. I'm like, did you not set that booby trap up? Yeah. Did you right. not know yeah. what was going to happen when it was yeah. triggered? Yeah. He's my got door. the he's got the memorable line of the movie for me though when he comes up with that dynamite and goes i i got it yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i got it right with this perfect comic timing you know yeah, yeah it blew up everywhere it was amazing i, I barely really could understand that. him when he had that nostril i mean that was the idea but when he had that oh but oh, that yeah. was actually pretty funny i almost did yeah. my intro in the nasally voice yeah. thing got well, my gun against my nose really I, glad you didn't <laughs> I, yeah exactly i thought that'd be fun for about two seconds and then it'd be like oh, this sucks yeah and that could have been what gross got out the most but i oh, think clearly bumpy. it's the uh the sharon stone finger toothbrush uh <laughs> you are you are right there you know what i'm gonna give him a tie and i'll go ahead and say you're correct the there are two things she that spits happen out right after that yeah there's two things that happened that i didn't like one was her finger i hate that i think that's gross every time anyone does that i think it's horrible however the gross thing was this. You waxed your anus. When gross. they were in the uh, quicksand and the German cartoon German guy with the mustache <laughs> yeah. got uh, quicksand mud in his mouth. Yep. I saw oh, it. yeah. Okay. I yeah, can't yeah, do yeah. that. <laughs> and he I wipes with it. his arm and his arm is covered in that mud. too. It's, it doesn't, <laughs> right. it doesn't really help. Gross. Really gross. I mean, that just the idea of getting a mouth full of sand or dirt or mud is my one of my yeah. worst fears. I hate it. So gross. Yeah. So I can't that, deal with that. But. Uh, yeah, it was still, you know, look, I understand you're in a pinch. You got to get your teeth clean. What are you going to do? Well, I got a finger. (laughs) 
I, I yeah, get it, yeah. but I just think I, it's I've unfortunate. I've done it before. You ever brushed your teeth? With your I've never done it once. Never. It sounds horrible. I wouldn't. I, again, sure. in the right You're circumstances, <laughs> never done. I always take a toothbrush with me camping. I've never forgotten yeah, one. Yeah. So. So look, if you, I'm all I'm saying is if in a so pinch, you're like Alan Quartermain with dynamite. You always have a toothbrush in your pocket. That's right. Like always be prepared in his pocket. Yeah, I have two yeah. of this trip I'm taking. I'm, I'm taking two with me, just just in case one gets lost because I ain't want to put <laughs> nobody's finger in my mouth, especially my own. <laughs> Why are you having somebody else put their, their finger in your mouth? Kim, clean my teeth That's with not your how finger. That works. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Reason to do it. I do gross. It. Uh, so. Uh, the ceiling scene or the temple of doom ripoff scene where the ceiling's yeah. coming down. Yeah. I decided to look up some of that stuff. Most of these things existed in those old quarter main books. Um, yeah, okay. And so, so part of, part of me wants to say, oh, well, Indiana Jones is the one that actually ripped off these tropes yeah, and used right. them, but they used them so much better that you, you it's a little like, um, it's like the covering artist doing a better job with the song than the original. Yes. Artist. There you right. go. There's the, I mean, there's well, the also be Hendrix's are, uh, all along the watchtower versus Bob Dylan. Yes. But there's also, there's also a lot of things you do in books that you can't do on film because you can't show them. Right. Yeah, so right. for instance, let's just say that the, the key to crossing this moat is you don't step on the 22nd stone. And that's something you can say in a book, and it's very interesting, right? Everybody yeah. who crosses is quickly counting one, two, three, four, five. Don't sure. step on the twenty-second stone. Well, in a movie, you just can't, you can't do that. You have to have it. You have to have it be more more blatant marked with see. nail polish. Yeah. Right. yeah, and it's just like, oh, that's not as. I'm sorry, that's stupid. And the yeah. guy, no one would fall for that. And you know, it's just like, oh, okay. And 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 you, those things all pile up in this movie. So many yeah. things like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah, for well, I mean, sure. Indiana Jones was, you know, taken from the serials from the 30s and 40s. Not just Quartermain, but yeah, all those. Yeah, yeah. they were. Yeah. That's their. That Earl was their whole Flynn idea. And, uh, those yeah. two got together, Spielberg and Lucas, and were like, "What if we made stuff that we liked when we were kids?" And they said, yeah. nah, "Here's an idea." And then Lucas wrote some of his best work, and boom, there's your legendary all-time. Boom goes to dynamite. There's your Indiana yeah. Jones. I got it. <laughs> didn't get didn't get weird till Crystal Skull. It was pretty much pretty great through the whole thing. And shut up, people who hate Temple of Doom. I love that movie. Shut up. It's okay. It's That's, good. You're yeah. allowed to like it. Look, I want. I, like I do. I, as we're comparing King Solomon's Minds to all of these other movies that it ripped off, though, I do have to ask about a trope. There's a big trope. In this oh, movie. well, let me play the trope alert because that a feels appropriate trope. now. Uh, yeah, gravity. It works weird in in uh, in this movie. <laughs> gravity is just like uh, gravity is the filmmaker's plaything. And the two b- best examples of gravity for me, I realize rolling in the pot. That's a thing. But sure. the two best are early in the film. Uh, our, our Indiana jumps uh, Indiana. <laughs> early in the film, early film, Doctor Jonesish uh, jumps through a skylight in in a roof and 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 jumps down maybe thirty feet. It's a long drop and and lands very lightly into a table. Mm. And uh, it makes no sense when you see it. You're just like gravity doesn't not work this way. This I yeah. don't understand. Yeah. And then uh, later in the movie, uh, the two of them are on an airplane and they're landing. And they're going to have a really hard landing. So he just decides and says to her, <laughs> "We're just going to jump out of the plane as we land." <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry, gravity doesn't work like that nope. at all. Nope. 
Right. And, yeah. and so they don't show it to us. They don't show the stunt. They didn't try the stunt. There, right. no, there's no stunt people are going to try that. Why do that? Just no. show us them sort of like recovering from their fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anything broken? Nope. Just fine. All right. All right. Oh, the plane blew up. Let's both put yeah. our hands in our hands. One thing that's a little frustrating is this is a this is a film that comes out in a time where I feel like we'd gotten okay with our green screen tech. Like it wasn't the best. It wasn't as good yeah. as it is today yeah. with digital sure. help and everything. But back then there was at least a competency to it. This movie hired the wrong freaking people. It's really <laughs> bad. They have shadows casting where so they shouldn't. Bad. They had weird glowy stuff yeah. around their heads in way too much amounts. Like that was bad. And, and every time and they were good. Yeah. When the big cook pot was rolling, it was a different pot, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Pot. <laughs> yeah. Totally oh, for sure. It's a miniature pot, right? It, 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 well, obviously, it, number one, it was a miniature pot, but the shape changed in the yeah, yeah. between the big pot that you saw from a distance and then the right. uh the one that was rolling in such I high wonder, speeds that it would kill right. anybody in well, there's no way they survived which i wonder if they made the small pot first or the big pot I wonder which oh, one they yeah. oh i don't know designed it mean, working backwards who knows i have no idea but you're right they would be dead there'd be dead bodies in there two dead bodies yeah. of that lion yeah. who by the way would have killed them either way i don't know why he was I just don't sitting know. outside whatever Onion whatever water. is I don't your know. condition let's just say you're you're fine it's a fun ride right let's just yeah. say you're fine whatever your condition is you're not making out at the end of that no you're not no. making out no. No. you are th- that, that thing is so full of throw up <laughs> yeah they were hurling the whole time if not they were definitely going to hurl after no doubt and then you're covered right, in that s- water there wasn't even water left in the pot it was it was hurl it's just vomit uh onion soup and then that so that lion's like f that i'm not going in there gross yeah, yeah forget but, that man yeah that's nasty not coming in there and by the time they did leave or by the time they got out of there there were what five or six lions around yeah. were we supposed to assume they all just sat out and watched yeah. while they were in there doing it using you know onion soup for lube like what were they doing oh god i know i'm just saying i didn't want to go there but i did i went there onion soup (laughs) for lube write that down yeah 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 (laughs) yeah it was pretty gross uh (laughs) that uh just conceptually was real dumb i wrote here see what did i write i said oh i wrote and this is pretty late last night so i was kind of in a mood I wrote, did they actually have a giant pot to cook them in? Are we sure this isn't parody? I wrote. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, we're not sure, Scott. I just want to answer the question. Yeah, that's clearly. the problem. Exactly. We're that's not the problem. Sure. Yeah. Does the pot need to be that big? No. I love that it is that big. <laughs> Humans are a lot big. of them. There were a lot of them to feed. I mean, you know. Yeah. But I mean, you can have me, several bowls. You know, a you're going to uh, right? tell me a tribe of people, subsistence people are going to build a fire that big. They're going to waste that right. much wood for one meal. No, yeah. no, not to mention it's like they have a whole <laughs> bunch of lions right next door. Is it easier to just eat humans? It's <laughs> a good point. Kill lions good point. I also wrote that spider was shit in capitals. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. You cap, you capitalized it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you described it earlier for all the, let right me tell reasons, you something. It's just bad. The worse the special effects, the, the more you have to act. And that guy did a fine job. I don't care what you say. You think so? He really put in his work, got got his paycheck, that guy? <laughs> he earned his pay, my friend. All right. Because that, that was a real dumb-looking spider. Acting is reacting, and that guy was reacting. It was the kind of scene where I thought, you know, in editing, I would be really tempted to remove it. I would be like, right. you know, this doesn't line. Even the other shitty stuff in the movie is at least passable. This is... This is really low rent, bottom of the rung. Don't put the spider in, is what I would have said. I don't know. Yeah. You've, seen, you've seen that scene like a million times throughout the 50s. Sure. That, that spider, that it probably looked natural to them. 
it's but like to 85 oh, did it like, look natural in 85 you know i don't yeah. think so i i wouldn't have if i'd have gone in 85 i wouldn't have been like oh freaky spider i would have <laughs> been like I can't wait till I get my license and can see take girls out. Is what I would have said. Nineteen eighty-five. Oh, oh yeah, well, I can't wait to roll a, a girl uh, down a hill in a in a pot of onion soup. <laughs> that's how you have sex, right, mom? Yeah, that's how you make babies. Didn't you? Didn't you know? All right. Uh, I think we can do some titles unless you I was guys say have the more. only other note I have is about the uh, the high priestess who had the two guys with the uh, the skull. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, makeup. The guys- and I said she's basically David S. Pumpkins. Oh, oh nice. nice. That's pretty good. That pretty good. Is, so I was working. I could not figure it out. Mm. She is. She's David S. Pumpkins. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Any questions? Good catch. Any questions? Yeah. Good Love catch. It. Nicely That's done. Brilliant. All right. Everybody in that tribe had gym muscles too. Very oh yeah, they were ripped. Yeah. Could, could yeah. not beat they- up. Little they don't skip leg day in that in that tribe. Yeah, and by no. that we mean they eat the legs of their victims in their giant soup pot. <laughs> right. I don't think on a diet of humans you can maintain that physique. I don't think it works that right. way. I could be wrong. Everything I was always taught is you get the shakes or something weird, right? You can't eat other people. Yeah. Well, I don't kind. think those guys were eating people. You don't think? What the were they eating? People. What did they have? That was- I don't know. It, I was having trouble keeping up with the theme tribes. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's like this tribe only eats people. Oh this wait, tribe is, only isn't Umbabwe or whatever his name is Mbubu or Umbabwe? Umbobo. He's he's the like the king of the place, and we don't know yeah, it until yeah. he reveals it. Exiled, exiled former leader. But with that a means scar on his stomach. But that means he's also a cannibal guy. That's the deal. No, he's not a cannibal. That tribe was not a cannibal. That tribe right. was fed and gators. They had to, pet gators. To get to the bottom <laughs> of the theme tribes thing, Scott, you need to notice uh, that his tribe ends up wearing red yeah. and pink. Yeah, you're they, right. They, that's how you know they're different and they're nicer. Yeah. When they the leave, when they go to leave and they have the diamonds hidden in their shirts, they yeah. did something weird with the video. Did you notice this? Yeah, it's another. That's more uh, Vaseline on the, uh, yeah. the lens. To what make was that for? Lot. To make the make the stones make the, sparkle? Yeah, you get the star glistening. Like it makes yeah. the uh, yeah. you get the four pointed star like when the diamond. That looked like shit. That looks so bad to me. Like when they especially because they had it on for so long before they pulled the diamonds out that you're like. Wow, why is it so blurry when they're leaving this camp? Yeah, you, what you do with that is you cut to the diamonds, have it be all shiny, and then cut right. back to a normal shot. That's so dumb. You and I know that, Scott. Yeah, Very just Star Trek connection. That. Anytime they needed a dreamy scene in the Star Trek, yeah. they would use that Vaseline camera stuff. It's called That's the uh, Sybil Shepherd effect. Oh, yeah, really, it's like, how that, do we make Sybil Shepherd not look old? Ah, is, that's a great. I love when things get. They should do that because I love like you know the what's the Ken Burns effect or the right. Yeah, yes, the Sybil yeah. Shepherd effect. Yeah, that should be hers. Although it's not very nice, I guess, but still, she I, should be hers. Yeah, I have a crazy connection for you Go. in this movie that you just kind of brought up. So Umbopo is played by a South African actor named Ken Gampu. Mm. Uh, Ken Gampu did make a lot of movies. He was in like the gods must be crazy and other movies. Okay. I didn't know that 10 years before this, he was in King Solomon's treasure. Oh, in that movie, uh, John, uh, Calicos played Alan Quartermain and Ken Ken Gampu played some random African named Umpslopogus. Ah, Umpslopogus. Yeah. Those are the ones. That's a terrible name. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. What did he Why go not? on to do? He go on to do anything else? Is he a you know busy guy? Uh, lived lived to be um, seventy four. Died in two thousand three. Okay. okay. I was gonna uh, say he's kind of on an age at this time. 
Yeah, he made he made some movies in the in the nineties. I think it was mostly South African TV movies. Okay, right. Oh, there is uh, that reminds me. There's one other story here that's interesting. The guy that played Colonel uh, Cartoon German, uh, Colonel Bachner, oh, Colonel Clink, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's uh, he was considered like a big deal, and they couldn't believe in the trivia. They talk about it a bit, but they talk about how it was a big deal that he would even sign on to this thing because prior to this, he was like a like a, a real know, actor, a respected stage. And <laughs> yeah. he was in Spartacus and, you know, just like really serious things. And, um, and this one, there's yeah, like, at yeah. his, apparently at his peak, this is just trivia. I don't, I can't get verify this, but at his peak, Herbert Lohm was the most famous actor from Hungary is what. Oh, he's Hungarian. Wrote. Okay, cool. Oh. Uh, Hungarian he, connection. He yes. A Hungarian the, with an English accent pretending to be a german it was very odd <laughs> it was very odd right lived in 95 died in 2012 yeah I, you know what else i loved in this movie though there is one more thing i love the rise davies doing the uh in case you didn't know uh yeah quarter main was his enemy because he would constantly yell quarter main right. oh and yeah really for sure every time he did that do you think that was just stunt I, casting with him they were like hey he's in indiana jones let's get him do you think Maybe. I don't know. Was he just there? He just happened to be like uh, visiting and like, okay, yeah, I'll be in your movie. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. Those two have been in movies before or no, they were in Shogun together. That's what it was. Him and him and Chamberlain were in Shogun. Uh, so this isn't their first time hanging out with each other. Uh, if you know my, what I mean. My, I'm watching this movie with my kid and it gets started. And the first thing that happens is that someone disrespects John Reese Davies real bad. <laughs> and my kid is like, Oh, so this, this is a racist movie, like the the person of color, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I get I get you, I understand what you're seeing, but I just want you to know, John Reese Davies is Welsh. He's yeah. not like he's not he's, he's not he is, Arabic. <laughs> yeah, he is definitely playing a person of color from a certain perspective, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know why he I got cast to be why. he got cast to be Arabic all the time back then. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Now yeah. not at all. Like in recent stuff, if you don't count Lord of the Rings, he was always you know, British or Welsh or whatever, just right. being normal, normal. That sounds you wrong. You have the right That's look. Terrible, Scott. I know it sounded wrong. Normal. I didn't mean it that way. Uh, real quick here too. the, the, I want those listeners at home to know some of you probably had bets, you know, place bets that Scott was going to bring up a certain Shogun moment. Uh, uh, and I'm well, not going to do it. I'm not going to bring it up. Not going to bring it. Kind of just, just did. Yeah. Well, late. I didn't tell yeah. him which ones. A big, big mini series. Oh, okay. things like All right. Well, uh, six episodes. Yeah, you got your satisfaction you it from it, though. No, you got your satisfaction from it. So, well, yeah. I did. But my point is, I didn't specifically and uh, ver, you know verbosely bring up the exact scene. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> if you keep if you keep going, you might. If you no, just keep, I might get there eventually. But don't don't piss <laughs> off Scott. Yeah, don't make me for, mad. For me, the uh, the Shogun moment will always be the the thing that they showed in a million commercials beforehand which is a bunch of warriors running down a pier brandishing swords over their heads mm. okay and it's like when you say the word shogun that's what i think that's of you because see. Huh. Yeah. it's such like a prestige shot of all of these japanese warriors and they're all running down a pier toward a boat right the boat is at the end of the pier i think right and they're all brandishing. They're all hold, holding their swords over their heads, which is, I guess, that's something people do 
but it looks great. It just feels wrong to me somehow. All I picture, all, I picture the naked uh, Japanese lady bum and then the scene I won't talk about. That's all I think. Okay. Of. <laughs> Those two things are the, are my, and my dad trying to change between that and the baseball game with a porn channel in the right, middle of a hotel. Right. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't that racy. It wasn't racy. No, it wasn't. It was, but for, for a 14 year old, it felt, it, we didn't care. It was a bum. Yeah, so, yeah, it was a bum. Right. <laughs> it was a bum and a little side boob. I think may have been there. It was like oh, it was like Clash, the oh. Clash of the Titans movie. Boob, side boobs. Clash of the Titans was PG, but it had boobs and bum, and that <laughs> it was had the two it had the two Bs that I was looking for. Yeah, that's what I was looking for at off. age twelve or thirteen, whatever I was. Uh, all right, let's get to the clips. We have a number of them here, and I will start with John Rhys Davies saying some stuff. I shall need time. That is impossible, Professor Houston. Who the hell is this? You will translate it now. Bad dates, indeed. <laughs> Why did yeah, like you're, you're all expecting. Oh, it's Sulla. He's gonna be so good here. Oh my God, he's horrible. Yeah, he's a mean. He was mean through the whole yeah. thing. All right, here's. But uh, he wasn't. But yeah. But, but you could kind of understand where he's coming from, right? Yeah. These Germans treating him like crap. Like I, I was surprised he didn't just kill him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, why not? Why sure. don't you just kill him? Kill him. You're right there. You have the power. Kill him. Uh, you have the power. Come on. I wrote, who the hell is this? I think it's probably just quoting it. Who the hell is this? Oh, it was. He's, that's the guy that got yeah. killed by the door. Got hit with the yeah. spikes. So yeah, there. I think I think uh, uh, Rez Davies was the one who put that thing on the door because he was the one who knew where to cut the rope to have it slide down and smash him. Oh, oh. Okay. I don't think it was the shop owner. So the shop guy didn't know. He really did. He was concerned about think, a door that he didn't yeah, know was so. jacked up or whatever. But it is an awful big setup for just one to off one person. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me reset it for the next person. Uh, I like when different nationalities complain about each other's food. And so here's a scene from that. Colonel Buckner, your nauseating breakfast is getting cold. Love it. You're nauseating <laughs> freaking his knock worst. Yeah, his nasty German food. Uh, here's Sharon Stone. What does he want? What does he want? Uh, and then I wrote Quartermain. Quartermain. Oh, <laughs> and we did it so many times. Quartermain. 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 Uh, something about a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. That's terrible. Oh, she's not very good in this. <laughs> she really isn't. Yeah. I think she's she's acting as much as she was paid. Probably. <laughs> That's the acting of someone who's just had their tub pissed in, I guess, by the <laughs> I don't know. Right. Lost of, uh, lots of, or I put lots of, lots of post-production ahs in this, and they all sound like this all the time. <laughs> just lots of ah. <laughs> yes. Oh, and ah, 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 ah. Yeah. And they, and they so all clearly ADR. None of them sounded natural. It was, it was bad. Right. Staying alive. Staying alive. Yeah. Uh, can't say this so much anymore. Where's my father, you cheap-suited camel jockey? Oh, I don't oh, know about yeah, that yeah. now. And there's a second one right after that one. I don't know if he captured it, but Towelhead. Oh, I missed the Towelhead yeah. one. Yeah. I missed that. Oh, it's too bad. I would have recorded it and played it here. Because in this context, see, we don't get in trouble. We just play it, and we and then we go, oh, right. tisk, tisk. Look at, I can't believe people said things like that. You know, so don't get after yeah. us and send us your emails. All right, no, here's, no, we're 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 commenting uh, on how bad it is. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I honestly, I honestly did not expect this. Like, I 
I would question whether I would sack it again. You know, like if, if I really understood just what the, cause it was uncomfortable, the racism, you know? Mm. Yeah. There like, was enough I, of it. it. It reminded me just, I didn't think that, it was hateful racism, which was just ignorant. You know, racism. Sometimes I look at movies and I'm like, I'm like, eh, it's a thing of his time, and we've grown since then. And if it, if, if it's hateful, I'm like, no, I can't watch. Yeah, that. I'm that with you on like that. Ignorance. Yeah, this feels yeah. like ignorance to me. This feels like, you know, I'm not saying it's better or, or anything, but it's yeah. definitely not mean as mean spirited. It's just like bad okay. ideas. Okay, I'll, I'll put it this way. Now that I've seen it, I do not want to ever watch this again. <laughs> well, then I got <laughs> sure. good news for you because the sequel apparently has a lot more of this sort of stuff in it. So right. Yeah. Looking forward to that. And I'm, I've come around to your way of thinking, Scott. Originally I was like, (laughs) Oh, we have to watch the sequel. It was a concurrent sequel. And now, now that I think about it, you're right. You're right. I think it's Brian's versus, uh, uh, (laughs) deluxe. 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 Wait, are we that rarely on it? And I want to see the sequel now. Are we that rarely on a team that we haven't come up with a good way of saying what our team is? Because, you know, Gibbet and and right. uh, Deluxe Team Away Gibbet, and all Team that. Deluxe Away, yeah. So wait, what's Randy and me? Have we never team done this? Randy Johnson, the big unit. <laughs> the, the big, big unit. unit. That's the, our, big the name unit. of our team. <laughs> the big unit. <laughs> all right, the big unit against... Uh, Dun- Doesn't happen Dunna. often. Ibid, but when Ibid-way. it does. Ibitway? Ibitway? Ibitway. 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 Holy shit. Have we never done these two teams? This is weird. I don't think we've ever had these two teams. I guess you can always say the Bryans. Uh, I the guess Bryans, the Bryans. There you go. The Bryans, Bryans versus, versus the big unit. Yeah. The big <laughs> unit. I've always assumed that there was a thing where Scott and I did the instance together for so many years and we're like constantly like planning and plotting and writing and then recording that thing. Yeah. And like, so we start doing film sack and I always just felt like, you know, Scott and I need to debate a little bit. Like we need to, we need to be less of this cohesive unit yeah. and it, it just kind of like felt like we fell into this role where scott and i t- try to take opposite opinions on film sack yeah. and i i think i'm over it well it's because <laughs> we're the big unit now we're the big unit and uh yeah. we'll look out everyone we're the big unit all right here's a uh, gun and nostril time uh, yes it's coming back to me uh, <laughs> Houston, you say Houston, sent home Gray hair. Oh, yes, he was here. He examined the maps and then left. <laughs> <laughs> it's even like is the is the gun to his nose also giving him like delirium or something? Because he's not talking right. like oh yeah, I can talk perfectly normal with a gun next right. to my nose. But it's <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why that would have been he didn't need to talk the way he talked. He could have been fine. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Um, the Tyats three words. What did I write here? All right, here it is. That's three words. Oh, I went. I'm supposed to oh. say that's three words. I spelled that's it Tyats because yeah. I typoed. Anyway, that's three words. That guy seemed like he might have been famous. The old, uh, the old professor. Oh, the the dad. Yeah. yeah. That, Father way, Houston. Yeah, Father Houston. By the way, if they had landed that kind of joke every time, it would have been a much funnier movie. Yeah, he did. But by this point, you're you're so tired of the stupid humor yeah. that you don't even notice that that's a pretty good joke. Yeah, wasn't bad. Uh, here's angry German. What's fuck to you, Bob? It's pretty great. Yeah. I like an I like an angry German. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. big fan. Ang- angry Hungarian German. Yeah, here's it's a dummy. What? It's a dummy. Oh, I remember now. It's a dummy. It's a dummy. Yeah, 
That's your Richard Chamberlain saying it's a dummy. Uh, here's a German for shit. Scheiße. All right, that's good. <laughs> that's a good one. The German, uh, oh, this German rules, I wrote. You know, I find you most attractive. You're a swine. Oh. I wasn't talking to you! Now, I liked him until he suddenly went on a male rape rampage with the old man. <laughs> Yes, right. And then I went, oh, I don't like that. And as much. Uh, a shotgun in the crotch would, boy, that would make way more of a mess than we got in this film. <laughs> yeah, that would have yeah. been um, some extensive reconstructive surgery. Some, like, oh, Sharon Stone and her dad now covered with blood and splatter yep. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's the second That's the second most gratuitous crotch shot we got out of a Sharon Stone movie. <laughs> out of Sharon Stone. <laughs> well done, sir. Thank well done. you. Thank you. Uh, discount Indiana Jones music. Now, I like Jerry Goldsmith a lot, and I think right. this is pretty Goldsmithy and pretty good, but it's very clear they're trying to evoke that Indiana Jones I, thing. Yes. I, yeah, I, I was even thinking, it. I wonder if I played this backwards, if it would be like, sometimes you, you play a, a theme backwards and you can create a new theme that sounds unique, but then it's like, right. oh, I just basically took the other one and did it backwards, but yeah. I didn't think about doing it. I um, thought it was, I liked it. Do you guys know what this is in German? Let's try to suss this out. Ich warte auf dich. What do you think she said? Uh, don't uh, get the corn out of my crotch. I, I <laughs> I've had an onion Play. peel in there all day. Please remove it. No? Ich I'll do it one more time. Ich warte auf dich. Ich warte auf dich. So ich is I. I. Walter, I, I want. I have onion peel in my crotch. I'm pretty sure the last word is crotch. <laughs> crotch, <laughs> yes. Uh, it might be cucumber. Yeah, and this is when she was like walking through the dumbest group of Germans I've ever seen, pretending like she's there for them somehow. And if she speaks German, right. they'll they'll be fine. And they were, and right. it's so dumb. But um, I'll so do it one it more time. Water, water is wasa. Let's do it wasa. one more time. Ich yeah. It could be wasa. I water yes. your plants. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing on this train? I water your plants. Oh, okay. Uh, keep, to keep, keep, to keep everyone moving. listening who understands German, thank you. Um, no, thank you. For your can't service. wait for your no. no, wait, no can't wait for no, the emails. No, yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you for your service. No, thank you. I want to hear there. I do want to hear. So send it in. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you are wanting to play chicken. You are wanting to play chicken. Chicken. Oh, chicken. Yeah, that guy was chicken. the most Hogan's Heroes thing in the film. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. It's like, oh my gosh, did you just go back to Hogan's Heroes and study it? <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, that guy's so dumb. All right, eating people. Oh, this guy with his back and forth. Running away and eating people. Eating people and running away. What's the difference? <laughs> so one half a dozen to the other. Yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato water, tomato water. Tomato yeah. water. Here's uh, Sharon Stone making a horrible sound. <laughs> All right, there's that. Oh, yeah. That's when she All saw the pot and realized she was not there for dinner, but to be dinner, like yeah. a cartoon somehow. Oh, jeez. It was really dumb. All right. They don't uh, want to have us for dinner. <laughs> it was like, wait a minute. Uh, oh, my God. Would this be better as an animated feature? The same voice actors? <laughs> this is the sound it made when she, remember when Newman was looking at her and she spread her legs and uh, or changed her. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the sound she made. Uh, that's the sound that came out. I thought that was Newman making that sound. Up. Yeah, I think exactly. you need to. Uh, I think you need to take that audio and put it over the the video. Of I might. Here. I might do it. Except only the three of us would ever get it, and a few listeners. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's true. All right, uh, it's making fun of Iowa. Bet you never had this much fun in Iowa. No. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 
I'm gay and I'll never tell anyone. All right. And the next one, let's see. Uh, they wash my shirt. They wash my shirt. Yeah. Very, very good reference to this, to the, to the very nice. In case thing. you couldn't tell from the visualization of them right. dipping it in the water. Yeah. Bright, scrubbing clean, it. bright yellow, yeah. new shirt right out of the package. Yeah. <laughs> In case no. you couldn't tell. Yeah. If you weren't sure, now we are. All right. They must. Oh, <laughs> all right. I promise I edited this, but I didn't. Okay. So here it is. A bugwa. What? A bugwa. What? They must be a bugwa. What? <laughs> what? What? I added a few what's on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love it. Like two of them. <laughs> a bugwa? Um, tribal freak out lady. Yeah, she was stoked. I drove that lady in my lift yesterday. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I want to know more. That sounds like a DMS story that'll have to wait. No, no. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. What's this one? Oh, this is a fun line, I thought. Genuinely. It was all right. I just think John Rhys Davies is fun to watch. He's just he a is. big He's great. When you said the Mines of Solomon, I was, oh, God. You expected Mines of Moria to come out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It felt so right. Yeah, it does. Uh, Such great acting in the cave, which is to say this is terrible acting. Enjoy. I swallowed a bug. (laughs) Hey, good. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? It's like a (laughs) two-year-old. I swallowed a bug. All right. Uh, And what for me? And what for me? Jeez, easy. Slow down. Yeah, he invented the uh, first bulletproof vest. Yeah, I, I, the answer to his question, by the way, is a throat lozenge. <laughs> he really needs one. He, he had one more in him, though, and that was this. Eat the stones. Eat the stones. It's actually painful. Yeah. I can't yeah. even. Sw- I can't even swallow anything the size of a vitamin. I how a Flintstones vitamin is about as big as I can right? go yeah, to that's, swallow. Those are some big ass stones that he had to yeah. fake eat. I can do a big pill, but. If it's not going to dis- dissolve, uh, this sounds like a nightmare scenario. Yeah, I'm changing my story. My uh, The thing that freaked me out the most in this movie was that depiction. I, I will remember it the most. Yeah. I will remember it more than the dynamite. It is. It, it slices is just, your intestines as they go yeah. down. Yeah. Oh, that thing will rip out your butthole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll just sit down and poop out the stones. Ah, ha, ha. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so funny. Yeah. Ha, ha. German laxatives. <laughs> <laughs> no, Randy, you're right. This I'm, I was just now that you said that. I think if I had seen this when I was young and more impressionable, that this would have been the thing that I would not be able to get out of my head because yeah. that's just yeah, that's, yeah. It's a different thing than just gross. It's like yeah, torture. It's horrible. Painful. Yeah, it's awful. And then you have to wait. Then the waiting begins, right? Because you've eaten the stone. What are you going to do? And you can't just hork up a, a stone just as easily as horking up your lunch. You know. Stones like to stay down. It's gravity, baby. All right, that's it for that. Let's uh, look at this. Why I've been handed the film sack checklist, and it goes like this: make out while you're in the soup, and then the lion watches you. Check that happened. Uh, the best laundry is when tree people do it for you. Check. <laughs> and Honey, finally, have you seen the tree people? <laughs> I need my laundry. I need done. my shirt pressed. That's right. How many people does it take to wash a shirt? Tree, <laughs> tree. Ah! Oh, that was almost. These as jokes are as, as good as this movie. Yeah, it's almost as good as eating a rock. All right, uh, cartoon Germans are the best Germans. Check. That's one hundred percent true. Yeah. All right, let's get to Star Trek connections. There have got to be some. Something. Yeah, uh, there, I, I'm, I want to talk about two. Wait, I want to skip the first one. The first one is Jerry Goldsmith again. Mm. I I just feel like we've 
stumbled over him enough in our previous episodes. Like, yeah, great. he's Jerry always Goldsmith. if Jerry Goldsmith does your music, guess what? He was also a ton of Star Trek. So yes, there you yeah. go. And, yeah, and it's good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, you know, I just want to say that you know you you said it's like Scott. It's perfectly good. It's, it's like fine. I would I would totally uh, own the score for this movie. Yeah, it's to, fine. Like, it's, I just it's don't fine. like that it tried to be. I guarantee you somebody there, director, producer, somebody said, look, listen, Mr. Goldsmith, we really want to try to get that tone of Indiana Jones without actually ripping it off. Cause that's what I feel like yeah. they gave us. So knowing yeah. that or having that feeling, I don't think I could own this and listen to it very often because I'd just be like, Oh, you'd stole it or you borrowed it or you likened it and it would bug me. There's also a Western aspect to Jerry Goldsmith's take on this kind of music. And so like, I could totally see that, that music being reused as like a, you know, Kevin Costner riding across the range kind of movie. I think he did the music for, um, Silverado maybe. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was him. And so, yeah, he knows, he knows how to get Costner on his horse for sure. The Star Trek connection that really jumped up for me is John Reese Davies. Um, for some reason in my head, I thought he was in a lot of Star Trek Voyager. Uh, he was not, he was in two episodes of Star Trek Voyager, but I was just like, I was prepared to talk about how he was in 13 episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Nope. Just two. Uh, those, those two episodes were called concerning flight and Scorpion. Uh, John Reese Davies is the holodeck Leonardo da Vinci on the Voyager. He's. He pops up in those two episodes. I don't remember it at and all. He, I feel he like plays I, Da Vinci, uh, a very useful uh, person to have mm-hmm. on your you starship. Remember that? I don't remember that at all. Like for some yeah. reason, that's blocked out for me. That that entire appearance, I just can't see it. Yeah. All right. John John Reese Davies. Nice. Great guy. Nice. He's a guy. Good guy. He's a guy as well. All right. Let's move on to the soundtrack grade. I'd give it a GG for Good Goldsmith. We already mentioned that. Yep. Not much else to say. Good gold. Good gold. Um, Twitter uh, post. What, what, oh, go ahead. What I, I just, I'm curious. Did anybody pick up on anything that wasn't just orchestrated score? Obviously the Wagner, right? Yeah. Um, Nothing else for me. I, I mean, everything, every time I'd hear a, a stinger, it would be like, yeah. okay, that's Indiana Jones. How sad that they only had the one song. Ride of the Valkyries was the only song. Because, yeah. like, how fun would it have been if that gramophone, like, if, if the, there had been a second guy who had a backpack <laughs> full of records? <laughs> Dueling record. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. Like, put was- on something else. I don't know what the else would be, but it just, I don't know. It just seemed but really. But then how would you get. How would you get right? Well, he'd be so mad. He, then he couldn't say, finally, no more Wagner. Well, I did yeah. some digging and found out that this was a thing in World War One. They would bring some, somebody would have one of these on their back. They would bring it both for troop morale, but also to like play something like Wagner to go into your fight. And uh, it was a, it was a real thing. And it just seems the most gangly, ridiculous concept to me to have that on your back, trying to have a, a record work with a needle in the ancient way it used to work while you're running across a freaking battlefield. That just is so weird to me. I don't get it. It is. It is very, very strange. Let's move on now to the uh, Twitter post where you guys sum things up in 280 characters or less. And I think this week we'll start with Randy King Solomon's minds, a movie that could not be made today and should not be made today, primarily because of copyright and trademark laws, but also um, the racism. (laughs) <laughs> thank goodness for copyright and trademark laws huh yeah the racism oh, there's plenty of it 
All right. Now, now we move on to Brian Dunaway. King Solomon's Minds. Why are we going this way? The shortest distance between two points is a better movie series starring Harrison Ford. Hashtag <laughs> boil me in onions. Mm. <laughs> Gross. I don't like boiled onions. Well, I kind of actually do like a boiled onion. I do like boiled onions. Yeah, it soup. depends on what it's you with. Betcha. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, Brian Ibbett, it's your turn. King Solomon's Minds. When the cauldrons are rocking, don't bother with this horrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's why they were cheering. They thought there was some coitus yeah. happening. Oh, there. maybe. I, I did write, write that, that down. You don't want that in your soup. Nope. Mm. Nope, you don't. I don't want no wiener this in my soup. This is creamy soup. Yeah. <laughs> Cream of oh, you just made soup. it worse. Somehow it's worse. Well done. <laughs> it's worse. Well, let's see if these bad titles are as bad. These are uh, alternate titles. Uh, it was almost called Some People Like Nickels and Dimes, but I'm more of a quarter main. Do you get it? <laughs> oh, that, that get took it? me it somewhere. It took you somewhere. Sure. Yeah, it's all about the money. Uh, or Indiana Jones and the Curse of the Cash-In Lesser Film. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we got some emails, a couple emails here from listeners that sent emails to us at filmsack at gmail.com. We got one from Kurt Schmitz who says, Hey there guys, just thought I would share this after the episode, uh, conversation about the phrase quote, hit the road or sorry, hit the head unquote. Cause we were saying, what does that even mean? Why did we get hit the head? We know right. it means to go pee, but why? Or, you know, whatever he says on ancient sailing vessels, the figurehead, which you always see the front of the ship carved out, right? Oh, the, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, was the mention or was the reference the wind direction on the ship would be from the back to the front so in order to not be peeing into the wind you would go to the front or the head of the ship thank you for the years of last kurt so he says oh. when you say hit the head it means you need to go where the head is where the wind's not going to blow pee back in your face okay totally. I so knew that's it was maritime a- i knew it was a, a marine i think you said that even yeah no you, you'd mentioned you said something about that and i thought well so it's we were going to find out more, and sure enough, a yeah. listener's belly was there, a, was there a line to the head? Is that happening? I mean, like <laughs> a line? bunch of because it's like it narrows down to the very small, right? I mean, yeah. excuse me, my turn, <laughs> my turn, <laughs> my turn. Next, <laughs> I got pee pee. I need to go pee. All right, uh, greeting sackers says Mark Hansen, who wrote in and says, I have the perfect film to end your summer of action. Oh, um, we may be too late, but anyway, it says yeah, we kind of just ended it. Yeah, we kind of just ended it. <laughs> but it's still, you know, whatever. We can still do it. It says 1980s fantasy action spectacular Hawk the Slayer. Yes, the, the film has it all. It was made as a direct response to Star Wars: A New Hope. It has warriors, dwarves, an elf who can shoot a bow like an AK-47. Jack Palance oh eating every bit of scenery he sees. A disco soundtrack. And it looks like someone filmed a well-funded LARP over the weekend. Uh, it is free with ads on Amazon Prime Video. This could be could well be the greatest sackable film ever from Mark Hansen. He's also low-key 1066 when he's in the chat. Um, cool. We've talked about this before, right? Yeah. Hawk the Slayer? Yeah. 1980s so. Hawk the Slayer, you're correct. It is in the bargain bin of streaming services and uh, a, a favorite of mine from my childhood. Oh, we should watch the. Why don't we Saturday do afternoon. this? Why, we should do this. Seems good. We should do this. Oh, look at this, dude. That guy looks like Han Solo oh, yeah. on the front. Yeah. 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 It's good stuff. And I say that guy, I guess that's Jack Palance. <laughs> that guy. Yep. That guy uh, doing the one-arm push-ups, I think this. Oh, no, John Terry, sorry. Jock Pounce is the bad guy. That's a way to hurt your hand, though, holding a sword like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's got William Morgan Shepard. You don't know that you know him, but you do. Right. He's an amazing <laughs> actor with amazing voice work. Uh, specifically, if you played uh, Civilization Five, he was the narrator for Civ Five. 
man, that guy's got a cool voice. Oh, it's yeah. So in, uh, in Star Trek, the undiscovered country. Yes. William Shepard was the Klingon that yells at, at, at the rest of the Klingons in like the trial. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he died recently, but an amazing body of work with voice work in particular, but lots of other stuff too. He was on Dexter. Forgot about that. Oh, he was the f- father dude, the priest. Father dude. The father dude. Um, father dude. Yeah, for real. If you've never played Civ Five, go listen to, uh, go like YouTube and listen just to him talk. You'll want him to put you to bed. He's great. Not in a sexual <laughs> way. All right. Uh, real quick here, I want to mention some patrons who joined the show since we last spoke. Tattoo Gigolo. Oh yeah, Brian's Scrote. Oh, oh, hi Brian Scrote. How you doing down there? Yeah, doing yeah. good. Um, Adrian Eleo, <laughs> Evan Hudson, Bad Robot 6 and Dave Cavanaugh all joined the Patreon oh. since we last had a show. Oh, Dave Cavanaugh of yeah. the Long Island Cavanaughs. Yeah, the Long yeah. Island Cavanaughs. Um, <laughs> very well done, all of you. Thank you for being here. And if you're like, uh, how do we convince other people that they need to join this amazing uh, thing? Well, here's one reason. Brian Dunaway is about to release the September edition of our uh, monthly show that we do as a bonus oh, for our yes patrons. And patrons are the only me. ones that get it. No one else gets it. It's not time release to anything. Right. They're the only ones. Okay? Yeah. So the be only in there. Ones. And then I also know that Brian Ibbett's made progress for our high tier of people uh, for these magnets he's making. They're amazing. Yep, they've all been printed. I need to sand the back of them and glue in the magnets, and they are good to go. Yep. We're going to ship that mm-hmm. shit. You're going to get them. Um, ship that shit. Ship that shit, son. Anyway, I, lots. I'm, uh, still, I'm yeah. also still working on how we're going to show our patrons the things we show each other in our Discord while we're recording. Yeah. That's, uh, it's tricky because uh, Patreon.com doesn't offer us a ton there, but we're, I'm, I'm working on it. We're going to. We're going to make that a part of, of every show where it makes sense. I don't think I, there are some shows where we're like, we don't really yeah. have anything yeah. that you can't right. see. Yeah, You but. don't need to see the cover of temple of skulls. You'll be fine. But, <laughs> but some weeks we have other stuff, you know? So, uh, watch for that. That's patreoncom slash film sack. For those who haven't joined, get your ad free, wonderful rad experience always and forever at patreon.com slash TM TMS film sack <laughs> film oh. sack. Nothing wrong with TMS either. You could do it there as well. Oh. All right. Our next movie is, what is it? I don't even know. What are we doing? <laughs> so, speaking of Patreon, we got this right from our patrons. We uh, started a, a little uh, poll comment thread asking patrons to help us choose a film. And a bunch of them said we need to sack Flight of the Navigator. Uh, uh, specifically, I want to name Banana Zit and Craig Taus. <laughs> bananas uh, yeah okay that's a that's a patron of ours sure um we're gonna we're gonna have to watch flight of the navigator on disney plus so dust off your your disney subscription hmm. and uh we're gonna we're gonna find out all about it next week nice uh mine doesn't have any dust on it i just watched something on there can't oh, remember what yeah. but something my irish watch no i haven't seen she hulk yet i need to watch that it's good you do yeah it's only one out right or two now two out two out mm-hmm. yeah. okay Two 30-minute episodes, super quick. The Green Lady. 30 minutes? What am I, made of time? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's Flight of the Navigator. Long time coming. Finally going to happen. That'll be next time on FilmSack. FilmSack.com is our website. And don't forget that Patreon again. Patreon.com slash FilmSack. FilmSack at gmail.com is our email address. And we're on Twitter at FilmSack. Leave us a review wherever you get your shows. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. No more Wagner. We'll see you mm-hmm. next time. 
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.